Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast for May 8th, 2010. This is episode 127. Thank you for joining me. I'm here with my usual crew of cohorts and conspirators. I've got Anna Marie Newfeld. Good morning. I've got Michael Tidwell. You know, I was thinking about how you had to restart that, and we I saw something on Twitter, and I had to agree. We, we got through a whole decade without knowing how to say it. What do you mean? Because 2009 is right. 2009 was right. But... Yeah, but are we calling it the O's? Oh, are we yeah. Calling it the, you know, we don't even know what to call it. We're already out of that decade. Well, now I'm going to have to play both intros for people to understand why we're talking about Oh, no. About this. We just have to know you said it wrong the first time. Oh, okay. <laughs> 2010 or whatever. Okay. It, it, I, the aughts, right? Yeah. But the I, the maybe, problem is we just we don't... Do. No, the, but the, here's the issue. is because we don't have a single syllable word that everybody likes to use for that sort of reference. and so I think, I think the O's are good. The O's? The O's. Yeah, nobody nobody can agree. I know. And I was. We, what we need to do is find someone who was actually around the 1900s and find out what they did. Um, um. I think they called them the 1900s. Dang. That's, that, that does that whole century now. It's yeah, like, you're right. Uh, but sucks. before, yeah, but it, as soon as you were in the 1900s up through 1909, um, the 1900s only referred to that first decade because that's all that had happened yet. So that's mm-hmm. all they needed. Right. So we should have been calling it the 2000s because that's all that mattered then. And now we have the 2010s and the 20-aughts or something. What I a guess. mess. Yeah. So anyway, something welcome like... to RPG Cast. Yeah, yeah welcome, welcome to, to RPG Cast. Cast. We should actually finish introducing people. Nah. Oh no. Um, I've also got Emmanuel Marino. Hi, coming live from the New California Republic. Hi, everybody. The New California Republic. The governor? What? what? I'm sorry, I've been reading too much on Follow New Vegas. Ah, oh, ah. <laughs> well, that's funny. <laughs> Nobody else has stories on Fallout New Vegas. Silence. <laughs> like, oh, I was just making it up. Sorry. Uh, all right. And uh, finally, Mr. Phil Willis returns. You rang. And he's been doing a lurch impression all morning long. And not very well. <laughs> and he's not getting a laugh anytime. <laughs> but he keeps trying. So there you go. Someday he will get it. And then we'll be happy. Someday his prince will come. Wait. Woohoo! <laughs> All right, first, first, first letter from Chris Manning. He says, as li- unlikely as it might seem, we have quite a few really good res- Japanese restaurants in the DFW. Oh, Dallas Fort Worth. I figured Dallas, it out. Fort Worth. Specifically in Arlington, home of next year's Super Bowl. To give you a frame of reference, <laughs> that really helps your letter that we know the Super Bowl will be there. Even though hey, my wife that's and important. I-, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking that's, about. That's very important. Even though my wife and I frequent said establishments on a weekly basis, we still have moments where we think the uber cool staff are having a little fun at our expense. My wife, with her Totoro handbag and Charmy Kitty t-shirt, just last week was quite certain our waiter was making fun of her for ordering a Ramune. Um... Ramune? I don't know what that is. Uh, I thought she was being paranoid, but who knows. As for my question this week, I'm wanting to know of a game that each cast member feels was unfairly overlooked from the past few years. A game that you loved but often find when you bring it up in conversation. People comment that they haven't played it. Dark Cloud. I want to know what Charming Kitty is first. That's one of the Hello Kitties. It's like a Hello Kitty? or I think it's one of the Hello Kitties. Everyone knows that the uh, what's called a uh, real Japanese? I mean, people from Japan love making fun of everyone who's dressing himself in Japanese garb, so to speak. 
So we should make fun of them when they dress in Western hey, garb? It's, it's no different from when we see Japanese people dressing up like cowboys and we laugh. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's cowboys. It's like I'd laugh at real cowboys. There's no difference. Just do a Google search for Charmy Kitty and you'll see it show up on, uh, on, at the top. Yeah, It'll give she's you... like a baby version of Hello Kitty. She's, oh, she's Hello Kitty, but very fuzzy, and she's naked, for whatever that's worth, because Hello Kitty usually has clothes, and she has a pink bow in her upper left ear. Instead of the other way or something. And apparently has a rider. Hey, man, yeah. even if I wasn't Japanese, I'd still make fun of someone She has a bear shirt. riding her. Yeah. Yeah, What's I'd make that? fun of that. <laughs> <laughs> and a key around. What, what is the key for on her neck? It unlocks her heart. Oh, I see. Her heart. Got it. <laughs> Okay, Charmy Kitty has two M's. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> I don't know, but I just noticed that because Google's like, dude, you can't spell. <laughs> Tommy Kitty. All right. It's my bad Japanese impression. Right. I'm offended. Yeah. <laughs> You're offended on everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yakuza 2? We were talking about what games people are overlooked. People don't play it, but you like it a lot over the past few years. Over the past few years? Um... Oh, Persona 3, that thing was overlooked so bad. <laughs> no one ever <laughs> talked about it. Yeah, no one ever talks about that game. All right, I, uh, I think I'm going to throw out Infinite Undiscovery, but I should probably finish it before really. Yeah, you saying should actually it. finish it and make yeah. sure it's good yeah. before you throw it out. <laughs> um, you don't have anything, Manny or Michael or Phil? Uh, yeah, Yakuza 2. Yakuza I talked about two. that one forever, and All right. like, no one bought it. That's a good point. Phil, you got uh, anything? Not really. Not really? <laughs> no. Nah. Doing all that backtrack of... stuff, but I haven't played anything nobody likes. You know? <laughs> uh, no, not lately. I've, I mean, just really old games for the most part. Uh, okay. Yeah. Side of the RPG, Final Fantasy VII and and uh, and Thirty yeah. Second Heroes. All I've been playing. So, all right. Over the past yeah. few years, that's all you've played. Thirty Second like Hero. It. That's what she said. Half oh, minute boy. hero. Yeah. See, I just think I have the opposite problem. Is I play games that everybody else has played and I haven't yet. So, all right, fair enough. Like, so, sorry for Chris. Most of us don't have an answer. <laughs> no, everyone has an answer except me. And uh, our only Phil. answer was make fun of his wife. Because <laughs> Final Fantasy VII does <laughs> yeah, not Yeah, we're, we're too much fun making fun of Charmy Kitty. Charmy Kitty. Everyone played Final Fantasy VII, I thought. I think Charmy Kitty is our overlooked pick of the past few years. Um, there we go. Done. <laughs> Tom. Oh, wait. Darkmast508. I'm going to use his forum name because he gave it to I me. It He's got a question for us. He says, I'm wondering if you people have played a PS2 title by Atlas called Steambot Chronicles, known by the oh! name Bumpy Trot in Japan. If you have, what's your opinion on the game? Did you enjoy it? Personally, I really liked the game and found it to be much more interesting than the standard style, so I'd find it interesting to see another opinion. So, so, so Phil, it sounds like you've played it. Would this count as your Overlook game? Well, did you play the first one, Phil? No. Oh. No, but after playing, <laughs> I did. After and playing the actually... PSP one, I, I don't think I could play anything that remotely looks like that game again. <laughs> My only problem with the first one is that it's kind of slow. So you end up having, you know, a 20 to 25 hour game that takes like 35 hours to finish. So it's Dragon so, no, it's it's like yeah, it's like the robot moves slow. The combat, even though it's real real time action, it, it still feels uh, slow paced. People kind of talk a little bit slower than normal, kind of like a Dragon Quest style. Everything in the the pacing of the game just is it's slowed just down slower. for an action RPG. Yeah. yeah. 
So, you know, you're either going to be okay with that or you are going to throw your controller across the room. So there was a second one that was on the PSP, and that's the one that Phil played. Speaking of throwing across the room, I think my PSP attained an altitude of about 200 feet when I threw it after playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> Poor PSP. Um, yeah. Oh. I mean, I, I didn't get to play PS2 one, but the, the PSP one, just like I said, just scarred me for life. The the, the story's extremely trite. The the, the graphics, uh, for the most part, are very bland. The, the, the combat system, which really should be the most fun part, is just really poorly implemented and done, and the AI is more stupid than, than my birds upstairs. So... Yeah, <laughs> stupid <laughs> birds. All right, Tom. Uh, t- uh, Tom. Darkmas five hundred eight had one more thing he said. Oh, and please don't laugh at my name. It comes from ages ago. And then he says Sega. So I make fun of that. He instead. put that in there, so yeah. I figured I had to do it right. <laughs> Time for a laugh. <laughs> Wait, why are we? La- oh, laugh at his name. Yeah. No, but the Sega. You, why would Goodness. you laugh at Sega? Because that's so There's old. a lot of reason to laugh at Sega, but oh. it's not going to. Oh yeah, there's a lot of reason to laugh at Sega. Manny's but, still yeah. bitter about Yakuza. Oh. I am. <laughs> it hasn't I been just... that long ago. He can be bitter for a while. All right. Yeah. So here's a good one. Here's a letter. For, it says it's from a guy named Jonathan D. Um, mm-hmm. And it starts off. It says, hi, RPG cast. My name's Riley. And I started listening to your show every week. So I don't know what his name is. This is not Ridley. <laughs> it's not Ridley. <laughs> I listen to a lot of different podcasts at work. And yours is definitely one of my favorites. So keep Yay. on doing what you're doing, which is apparently make a lot of racist comments and go far too long <laughs> and be very boring and talk about wow too much. So we'll keep doing that just for you. No, 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 no. Jonathan D slash Riley. Wait, what? We're not talking about wow that much. No, yeah. not this week. I actually cut a story about wow out just to avoid <gasps> fatigue just to make me happy Uh, just to make our listeners happy yeah i have a question i noticed that your site covered a few games in the past like darksiders and yakuza 3 so why not a game like red dead redemption i don't know if it has a skill system or not but from what i've read it seems like it's going to be one giant open world western with plenty of rpg oh it's i was i was reading that like he's about to say western rpg but no he just means it's a western because it's a Western, uh, with plenty of RPG elements like karma and reputation, lots of equipment shopping and inventories, choices and consequences, and a vast storyline. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Thanks. Until next time. Um, I, could, I, I can get that. Well, the reason I think why we covered Darkseid is because it's um, exactly like the legacy title that we covered, Legend of Zelda, right? <laughs> legacy mm-hmm. title. I like hearing that applied to Zelda. Legacy. <laughs> legacy title. <laughs> All right. And uh, Yakuza... Yakuza Three basically is an action RPG. It's just not described as such in Western and Western marketing. Sega's Western marketing the game. Mm-hmm. So, if you actually series. feel strongly that a game should be covered, anybody can always email uh, content at rpgamer dot com. Make your case. Look yeah. over the game. See what's or, going on. Or I hear it's what... also effective to make a very loud and angry and long message board thread. Right? No. No. That's not no. so effective? Oh. No. Okay. In fact, you will probably have your thread closed with a copy and paste of the rule that says, if you would like to see new coverage of a game. Can't we just close them with an emoticon instead of pasting the rules? Just the give them a frowny. Should, should like, I think every word should be, should be a different emoticon when you close them. Then we give you a key. You need to translate it. <laughs> right. We'll give you an encrypted... You know, we'll just rot 13 something and it'll be a link. And once you undo that, it'll go to the rules. Yeah, awesome. And then it'll tell you, after all that work, be sure to drink your Ovaltine. It'll be great. <laughs> what the heck? It's a, it's a Christmas story reference. Oh, so, uh, 
Red Dead Redemption, I think. It's a self-described action RPG from the creators, right? I don't know. Not action, oh. excuse, not action RPG, action it was, adventure. It's a, it's a Western, dude. You run yeah, around on adventure. horses, like, knocking over banks and stuff, right? I mean, and the RPG elements, it's, it's closer on the spectrum to Grand Theft Auto than it is to, what's the other game? Borderlands, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think two that's games I have not played. So I'm right with you there, <laughs> Manny. <laughs> All right, <laughs> sorry. All right, um, I think that's why we're not covering it right now. But please email content at rpgamer.com and make your case. I can see that argument. Like it has some quests. It has this. It has that. I'd like to use seems... it as an excuse to play it because it looks fun. You know what? Fine, all right. It's an RPG. It's a, yeah, let's, let's just do call it. it an RPG. Excuse to play it. I mean, you don't play the RPGs you have, so there. Well, I, I, but this one is multiplayer, online multiplayer. So we already are playing online multiplayer. I know, but it won't last forever. We'll it need will. another game eventually. I bet it will because the way we're playing, it will last. Yeah, that's true. Give <laughs> me a posse. Horses. There you go. But seriously, posses. All right. Horses. Yes. All right. Not to, oh, wait. We'll get to that later. All right. Uh, one last letter from Badgerlord, a.k.a. Jack Fox. He should just go with the Jack Fox name. That's just a better name. Jack Frost. Right. I love Jack Frost. No, Jack Fox. Jack Fox. Oh. He's not a recruitable character in Persona. And he's not my tattoo. He's not your tattoo. <laughs> All right. Hello again, RPG Cast. I was wondering what other podcasts you all listen to, if any, to learn about game information. I've been looking around for others, and I found that they're either exact, extremely boring or lack actual content. Or maybe they just Wait, aren't as awesome content? as RPG Cast. What? We have content? Yeah, I know. When did We're we get contact? <laughs> yeah, when did we get entertaining, too? So any suggestions <laughs> you all could make would be appreciated. Uh, oh good he changed his name in the chat room to jack fox that's so awesome Yay. i love that name the name is like you should be on a tv show with that name would also like to add that after listening to chris talk about a bit about monster hunter try i decided to go out and buy it and it was 100 percent worth it hello somebody just validated my opinion Check that you know, out. You already had that that never thing. happens. I know that never happens. <laughs> this whole letter is about stuff that never happens. This is great. I have been addicted to it since I bought it a day ago and have yet to go online with the game. Will there be an RPGamer.com a guild or something where we would meet up and go hunt some monsters? Because that <sighs> would be wonderful. Well, um, we're kind of organizing just in the chat room and at night and saying, hey, Monster Hunter, let's do this. And whoever's on, we try to play. Um, I have the game. Michael has the game. I do. Tom I Goldman, a.k.a. Green New, right? Wait, is it Goldman? Green New, yes. Yeah. He yeah, has the game. Tom Green once. It's Tom Green, funny. right. I was. <laughs> 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 he has the game, and other people might get the game, but we're trying to get... Because we want to get four at a time, because that's one that's best. But uh, I'm Monster Hunter rank three. Michael, well, we'll talk about this when we get to now playing. But yeah, we've been playing and we're trying to get into it and actually get good at it and kill the big stuff that likes to eat us. Nom, 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 nom. Okay, so podcast suggestions. Uh, Let's make this quick. Does anybody other than me and Manny actually listen to other podcasts? I listen to the instance. All right. So That's a WoW podcast, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Th- that is a World of Warcraft podcast that I also listen to. The guy who does that podcast does a number of podcasts, including ones for film, comics, um, iPhone applications, one called App Slappy. If you want good iPhone uh, podcasts, that's the one to listen to. 
Um, and of course, his the Instance podcast is probably the most popular, and it's all about World of Warcraft. It's awesome. Let me ask if um, if I was trying to get into WoW, would this be a good place? It's like sort of a good primer. Um, it's um, it's just an entertaining show. Period. But what? Some of it would go over your head if you're unfamiliar if you're completely unfamiliar with the game. Yeah, but, but there's I would so say much. You would be able to absorb. 80 to 90 percent of the content the, the wonderful thing about the instance is he has a bunch of community provided segments at the end of the show that are targeted at people from di- completely different backgrounds and different stages of wildlife so you know you may be a new newbie to the game and there'll be segments that are just for you and you may be more experienced and there'll be stuff that's just for you it's just it, it's a very wide ranged thing so mm-hmm. um, i mean there's a lot of stuff that's pretty universal like everyone is going to get the i kicked a gnome and i liked it joke yeah all right. Yeah. Cool. That was a parody and, uh, of I Kissed a Girl and I Liked It. That so is he just fun. looking for video game podcasts? Or? No, he's looking for video game podcasts. Um, and that would, uh, I, yeah. What do, you, what do you say, Manny? Um, I listen to a few. Uh, I, know, I know it's not to everyone's style, but it's like sort of the last, sort of last gasp for uh, GFW's Rebel FM, if you want that. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, more Rebel FM is more when Games for Windows Live podcasts would talk about they're random stories. They're obscure stories more than the game news. That if you want that, that's what Rebel FM is for. Um, if you want like sort of a newsy kind of podcast, I think like the most prominent one right now is probably Weekend Confirmed. Yep, I'm listening uh, to that. Love it. Not really to my tastes, but it's it's okay. Well, it still has Garnet, and that's what I'm looking for, really. So, uh, it's just weird though because it's like having four guys who like all agree with Garnet. It's kind of weird. He, he, I remember him us- usually being the dissenting voice in most of the other shows. Hmm. You're right. He so, needs some more dis- disagreement. So it's just so bizarre to have everyone like saying, like, yeah, Garnet, that's a great I totally agree, Garnet. I'm like, well, really? Okay. Uh, What's the point of this podcast again? <laughs> so apparently like a good podcast needs disagreement. Mm-hmm. So I think you're totally wrong, Manny. That show's terrible. You should never... Wait. Is that how that works? <laughs> I can do it. Oh. I can disagree. <laughs> it's like, I, it's just, I find the show a little bit weird because I don't agree with a lot of the opinions of the show a lot of the times. Yeah, but the, um, they, what, they, what they bring to the table and what they've always bring to the table is that Garnet's good at getting like the inside dirt on like just having these relationships yeah. and stories that he can relate that you will just never have on your own because you don't have access to these people. You haven't known these people for years, and he has, and that makes a big difference, I find. Yep. Uh, what else is there? Oh, oh, there's so much. Irrational um, Games Podcast, I would oh, recommend. Okay, so if, you, if you're into the 2K games, right? Or the, yeah. the Irrational well, Studio games. Because yeah. they take a different perspective where they just want you to get to know who the studio... I mean, the 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 publisher... What am I talking about? Who are they? I don't know. The game makers. <laughs> the game, yeah, they're a developer. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. You've basically followed where all the former games for Windows people went to, is what's going on there. Because <laughs> that's uh, Sean Elliott's podcast now, right? Yep. All right. Uh, other ones that I listen to that I think uh, you should check out. Player One podcast has a bunch of former um, writers for e- EGM um, from way back in the day. Uh, mm. that, that, that that's a great one. They talk about their the games they're playing. They have a good uh, relationship between them. It's just a few game, a few guys who are for the most part out of the industry, except one who does a little bit of freelance work here and there, and the other one, well, actually, the other one does some publishing of web games on cart on. Uh, Adult Swim, and then a couple in other guys case, are doing uh, other things. So I find that Bitmob, very right? useful. Bitmob is a very popular guys. one. Yep, yep. I, yeah. Very uh, community focused. Very community focused. I have found that it's a bit too community focused for my taste. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know who these people are. That's my per- perspective on it. Um, I hear a lot of good things about the Giant Bomb podcast. 
Um, it's very very much an acquired taste. It's um, sort of like vintage GameSpot in oh, okay. a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, before the Gritzman Gate. Yeah, well, that's I. That's when I like their show. So yeah. I always love how I have to fast forward pa- for past the first five or ten minutes, so I don't have to listen to them talk for the eighteen hundredth time about what they're drinking. Uh, okay, I just I'm over <laughs> the power drinks. Ah, that brings me to one of my favorite gaming podcasts, Drunken Gamers Radio. This is uh, this is just a show by some people. They're not industry experts. They are not um, journalists, and yet they put on one of the most entertaining and thought provoking shows. And they like alcohol. So figure that out. <laughs> highly, crazy. Highly like the, people like alcohol. Yeah, I know, but the, and they drink a little bit during the show, so it's very funny. They say very good things. They've come up with great little memes and in jokes from episode to episode. Wonderful show. Highly recommended. Um, and then I think the last one I got to plug is uh, Cagcast because that's always a good one to plug. You don't like Cagcast, Manny? You just like that because you met the guys and you hung out with them. I yeah, so I cool. liked it before I met them. I think that yeah he did kind of smooch over them before. I tried to because they're oh there and they're free, but you he, know he tried. But Cadcast is from CheapassGamer dot com. Um, that's another one where they've got a good relationship going. They they tend to cover all the news. They cover all the deals. They've got good community feedback and a good relationship. And they just added Shipwreck, who actually knows about games, so that helps too. <laughs> it was kind of an issue for a while. They, they wouldn't play a lot of games and still talk about them anyway. Um, so I those those are those are. That, those are my and, and personally, I'll, I'll put in just one quick plug for my absolute favorite podcast of our time, all time, RPG Backtrack. Oh, Absolutely fabulous. Just great production value, great you know, experts <laughs> on the show. Everyone should go and listen to it right now. Just drop what you're doing. Listen to all of those back, back podcasts. Yeah. So there's a lot of good shows out there. Um, if, if you want to know how I found these, honestly, I went to the iTunes Music Store, went to the video game section, and started going down the list is how I found a lot of these back in the day. And then after that, I just listened to what the people on the shows I like and trust, what they say they listen to, what they like, and then I tried other stuff. So plenty plenty good ways to find out. All right, let's move on to news. Um, first, I got to plug an interview we have up this week. Alpha Protocol, you guys remember that game? Oh, Spy RPG Ninja game? <clears throat> yeah, release date of June 1st, 2010. Yes. <gasps> It's gone gold. Yeah, it's it's coming out soon. We've got a big old uni- uh, universe um, <laughs> interview. How do I confuse universe and interview? A big old interview up you thanks to Sam Marcello, Mukau, um, and she. Mukau. Um, um, she takes great offense to that name. <laughs> Sam Mukau Marcello. <laughs> That's how I refer to her now. Oh goodness! <laughs> Hi, Sam uh, Mukau Marcello. That's what I back. say, and she loves it. She loves it so much. Yeah, like nobody she ever. I like she, she. She's sitting there taking like we thought she was fat. We don't think she's fat. Just that she produces milk. So you know, much <laughs> yeah, because that's totally different. <laughs> totally different. Wow, is this the stuff I missed last week? <laughs> yes, it's all stuff you missed last week. No, she just moves. All right. First off, I um, she's got a big old. She's got um. I was about to start reading the interview because my mind's blank because I'm trying to dig myself out of a hole about Sam's nickname. And uh, I think you will just should just go read it. So go read the interview and then email Sam at, uh, what's her, nickspot at rpgamer.com or is it nicks at rpgamer.com? I'm not sure. I want you to email her and tell her how much you love her and how much you love her nickname. Oh, God. So I think it's nicks at, so so let her know. It's just nicks at. Just nicks at. 
And if it's not, we'll fix it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll update it to Mukau at. Perfect. Oh, Alias goodness. added. I, right. I think she may actually kill me if I do that. She might. She might. But how would she know? It would be a forward. She would get. I... She would still say. It would Mukau. still say Mukau at our She might listen to the podcast and go, "What? These people are no. going to die." You're like, "No, it's too bad." And that would be the end of the podcast. <laughs> All right, Jack Fox. Uh oh, Jack Fox says I shouldn't insult Nick. So I better stop. He's going to shoot me. He's like, What's with all the shooting? Because he's like Jack Bauer. It's his name is better than Jack Bauer. He's going to blow me my helicopter up with a handgun. I don't trust him. He's going to use, like, a comb and, like, defeat the World Trade Center. Anyways. It's terrible. (laughs) He's like MacGruber. You're really getting off track. I am. Carry on. Carry on where? Carry on my wayward soul? What do you want from me? Carry a mop. I have ADD. Deal with it. Uh, What is it? What about Manny? Manny's got the rhythm. Manny, do you have the the beat? I got the rhythm in my soul. (laughs) See? See now, what? wait. Now we've turned it into making fun of Manny for. Oh, never mind. I'm not going down that that road. Carry on. <sighs> no, I'm not carrying on. I'm done. I quit. Hey, that was fun. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Episode 127. We're done. 128 would feel like an 8-bit integer or something. So we can't go any further anyway, right? We'll roll back to negative. We'll roll or over after seven bits or something. All right. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it yeah, seven or eight? I don't even know anymore. I think it's eight, actually. You think, you think it's eight? Because 256 was 8-bit. Was it? Yeah. But this is unsigned. You know what? Serafina, this is... Or Serafina in the chat room, this is awesome. She says, everyone should watch this video right now in the middle of our show. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, stop listening to the show. Go the watch this stopped. Mega Man. Go this is dumb. <laughs> Jack Fox was wrong. The show isn't entertaining. You need to go do this. It's a full it's a feature length Mega Man movie. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's <laughs> feature it. length. So you're just gonna go watch, watch it? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you serious? Is uh, it actually it's ninety three minutes long. <laughs> it really is. She's saying we should go watch an hour and a half movie. Thank you. All right. oh, in the middle of the podcast, we should just go now. Screw the people on the podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start our new section. All right. First off, I got NIS America announcing Trinity Universe pre-order bonus. Are any guys looking forward to Trinity Universe? Sure. No. Sure. Trinity Universe. Does anybody remember what Trinity Universe is? Sure. <coughs> sure. Sure. Wow, oh, come really? on. You, you can't chirp about that. You have to know what it is before you can not want it. Wow, it's a turn-based RPG. It's uh it's a crossover RPG because it has uh pe- characters from Disgaea series and Atelier series. So Yeah, see the problem is the last time I actually heard something like that was another bad game I had to review and, and I'm still cringing. Cross edge Cross Edge! Cross Edge! Just say Take it, he cringes. Cross away from me. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm 0 for 2 on crossover games. I don't want to do any more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm wow, Serafna. Wow, that's mean. Our chat room is being mean to us. Uh, you guys need to come to the chat room. Listeners, yeah, you, the one who's listening right now, you need to come and defend us in the chat room. That's right. Okay. They're hurting me with the word cross and edge. Cross edge. <laughs> cross uh, edge for his favorite game. Thank you. All right. So there's a pre-order bonus for Trinity Universe, and it is an art book. It's 
called The Drifter's Guidebook. It's a pre-order bonus, and look forward to that. It is a hardbound book with full-color artwork, similar to the one that came with Soccer Wars So Long My Love. This is, how long is it? How big is it, you know? Uh, it doesn't say. All right. I mean, if, just, it's like just, the, if it's like the So Long My Love bu- book, it's like at least 40 pages. I know, and I bought, I bought So Long My Love just because Mist made me after tantalizing me with all the pre-order bonuses and art books and all that. But mm-hmm. I don't care if they threw in a 200-page art book. I would never pre-order this. Uh-uh. Mm. No way. Not after no Cross way. Edge. 200? That's crazy. What is it? A high-quality Blizzard game? Is it 200 pages now? No, I wish no, it was. I'm insane. just saying. I'm just saying. Even if it was 200 pages, I wouldn't. Is I wouldn't it a high quality it. Blizzard game to distinguish it from all the low quality Blizzard games they've released in the past 10 years. <laughs> I love that, Manny. <laughs> it's a high quality. Uh, all right. In one game a year, wouldn't they? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> even. Why in the world? That, that's why I'm shocked. I mean, you're probably going to get StarCraft 2 and a WoW expansion in the same okay, year. Okay, why is the last page know. of the Rosen of the So Long My World Love art book have a girl put, taking her pants off? What? Have you none? None of you have this art book? Seriously, go to the last uh, page. I got I it, do. but it's it's in the other room. Yeah, upper left corner, the last page. It during the uh, podcast. I I picked it up because we were talking about it. See how many pages it was, and I opened up and like, why is she taking her pants off? It's pants a on, girl. Oh, is it? Maybe you should be asking why it upsets you. Have you seen her off? take her pants off? That's what I want to know. I haven't played the game, Michael. So I no, I haven't. That took you more time to play than to bother me. That would be happier. What? You play games that don't involve me because I've already played this game. Yeah. Then you're not bugging me to play something with you all the time. Well, actually, you would because Curl Wars would kind of bore you. But yeah, you know, other than that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry for wanting to play a game with you, Michael. I didn't no, realize no, no. it was such it, a it, terrible it's thing. It's not that. It's the fact that, like, even this morning, you're like, "Oh, you should play this game with me, and you should play this game with me." I asked. I mentioned that it'd be like, nice if we played one uh, versus one hundred again. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know that was unreasonable. You turned it, it into is. this thing where I'm harassing you. I asked you once you for the first time in three months. I asked, "We should play that again." Oh, 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 okay. So you found a new game you harassed me about. Therefore, it's okay because I already bought the last game you harassed me about for three weeks. Okay. All I did was say we should <laughs> All you have to say is, yeah, that'd be a good idea, and then not do it's it. It's not. That's how normal people work. Done. You say, no. yeah, let's normal do it sometime. People say, Sabin, you're stupid. Move on. <laughs> All right, I need feedback, podcast. Is there any, is one versus 100 fun or not? Oh, God, you who let cares? I don't think it's fun, so I don't care what they think, because I don't want to play it. They're, if they say <laughs> it's fun, it's not going to magically change my mind to make it fun. The other thing Michael does is he rewrites history to support himself because the last time we played, we did have fun because he said that was fun. <laughs> Those were his words. That was really good. fun. <laughs> I wanted to make you feel good. You wanted to make me feel good. <laughs> Next. Okay. Do you want to know? The you know real what? Next time, why? just be honest. <laughs> you want to know the real reason why? Yeah. Because I was playing with some friends later on, and then my father in law came over and he nailed every freaking question. Well, you're not playing with your father-in-law. You'd be playing with me. But no, it makes me want to because he like would make me awesome at Wait, it. Wait, so we can't play the game because you want <laughs> to play it? No, he, we can't play the game because I'm not near as good as my, my father-in-law. My fa- your father-in-law who wouldn't even be playing with us. <laughs> we'll see. But he needs to do a I didn't know couch. 1 versus 100 led to such deep-seated psychological issues. Let's move on to yeah. some something more oh. lighthearted. 
Like what? <laughs> like Natsume and its pre-order bonuses. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, Natsume is well known to always have very fun little plushed animal pre-order bonuses for its Harvest Moon games. And Grand Bazaar, their next game coming out in the DS, is no different. What have they got for us this time, Anna? Horsey! <laughs> yes, this time they have a horsey. <laughs> Thank <was> you. Awesome. <laughs> so, yes, see? this time you, if you pre-order, you get a nice little stuffed horsey. Looks very cute, so go pick you know, that up. I was just thinking, if you were a dedicated fan, by now you have like a whole farm, right? You have a chicken and a cow yeah. and a pig um, and have, a horse. Hang on, hang on. Let me turn around. She has a hammock full of I them. I have. Uh, no, I don't have a hammock anymore. Oh. Uh, but I have built-in shelves. I have three cows, two sheep, a cat, a dog, a chicken with a chick, a duck and a pig, and Finny the fish. Finny the fish. She that's, wasn't even that's from like $300 that game. dollars worth of Harvest Moon games. Well, she got a lot of them for free from the PR person. All right. Yeah, she's got a lot. Those would go. What do you think that collection would fetch you on eBay, Anna? Thousand bucks. Yeah, that's the sad part is how much people would pay for those. They're I mean, that doesn't nice even include plushies. the fact that I have like every single Harvest Moon shirt. T-shirt? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know that that matters so much. I didn't know they had that many T-shirts. Yeah, yeah I me three. neither. No, four? I only have two. I'll have to check my drawer. And I, I have... I, oh, that's true. Uh, I, gave, I gave some away. Yeah, you gave one to me. I have the one with the big cow on the oh, back. guys. Jack Fox says all Harvest Moon games are worth it. Well, most of them. So apparently no. we Yay. need to go play them. No. All the portable ones suck. Hey, I notice no, you're getting pretty no. into... Innocent Life is excellent. Oh. Okay, all the old portable ones suck. Yeah, the Game Boy ones were meh. Is, uh, is this new one a sequel to Innocent Life? No. Is Innocent Life the RPG one? I don't know. I don't know. Innocent Life is the PSP spinoff that is like no other Harvest Moon game. Well, how come they don't have like fun plushies for the the Harvest Moon series that's like uh, the one that's like an RPG, a fantasy RPG? Um, Rune Factory? Yeah. Um, Because not all of them have been localized by Natsume. Oh, right. Xseed got it, didn't they? Yeah. That's right. That sinks. All right. So go Natsume. So they don't even release these plushies in Japan, do they? I don't think so. Mm. I wish I could just no, buy them. because I remember, like, they were talking about one year and they lost their prototype, which means they're the one designing the plushie. Right. I can't believe they lost Was that prototype. the one that Micah's dog chewed? No. No. No, no that this was is the one, one that, that walked away at E3. While we right, were, that was while the... we were in the booth. Yeah. Right. That was the one that was on the shelf and, like, glued down to the shelf and somehow someone nicked it. Yep. Good yeah. job. I remember people. that now. Yeah, that was sad. If you're at E3, don't like steal plush animals. Seriously. Don't steal anything. You know, what, why doesn't Natsume thing? just start... Here, can I ask I you guys a question? That. Why doesn't Natsume sure. just set up an online store and sell these plushies for, like, Mad Bank? I really don't know. I could ask yeah. Graham. <laughs> it it seems like a sure win. <laughs> Uh, maybe not. I don't know. All I, right. Let's I don't move. know. Maybe just to keep them kind of rare. And, you know, if you can just buy it, you won't buy the game. You'll just buy the plushie. Yeah. Well, you know something that's been a bit rare lately? That's a DLC for Dragon Age. But Bioware will be oh, yeah, correcting that. Oh, yeah, that's been really rare. Well, not oh, yeah, yeah, it has. They haven't had anything since the sequel, or the, the expansion pack. Oh, okay. So now they're going to have one. 
Um, Hooray! <laughs> wasn't that like two months ago? Yeah, I know. It's not that long. And the, and the enthusiasm I was looking is through... for a transition. Leave me alone. <laughs> and the enthusiasm is through the roof. <laughs> well, because we're so far behind on Dragon Age now, it's hard to be excited about this stuff. But I, I'm glad they're they're sending it out because for people into the game, this is good. Uh, this well, is called Darkspawn Chronicles, and it's a what if scenario where it, instead of the player becoming a Grey Warden, what if they uh, died during the joining ceremony? And wow, basically you turn into a Darkspawn and you fight against the Grey Wardens. Hmm. You can punch Alistair in the face. That would be awesome right there. Yes, you. Alistair is the one who's leading the Grey Warden, so you have to fight against him. Oh, I'm so punching him. I'm curious, how long is it? Sounds like, it sounds like this could be like a real full It sounds like game. it's a whole other side of the game. Yeah. I know, it doesn't say. Um, it's or I fun. guess, what? maybe you get a, like the second place, and then he kills you in the end. And completing yeah, the... Because it's a point, he's like, I'm a dark... And then someone just shoots you with an arrow, and you're dead. Uh, you know, it's probably, it. I would guess it's five to six hours, like most adventures that they have. You know, It's probably like one little story section of the game, but the I don't know. The interesting thing is, is reading people's comments on the forum so far is... A lot of people seem to be kind of hesitant to buy this because they've finished DAO. So I'm kind of curious yeah. if this why? is, you know, a completely different take on kind of the game, why people are a yeah, little I, bit hesitant. I to haven't even up. finished it. I'm Well, I guess because I haven't finished it. I'm get very to, interested in this. If you get to punch Alistair in the face, it's all worth it. I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people feel like they were maybe also not getting full value or they didn't enjoy some of the other DLC content. But, I mean, this is only like, what, five bucks or so? I mean, how can you go wrong? I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the Serenus DLC where I can punch Snow in the face. (laughs) 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 I was just thinking, I would love to see a compilation that would have like the expansion on the disc and all the DLC. Well, that'll come. You, you can you can guarantee that'll come. Dragon Age yeah, Year, Game of the Year edition yeah. or whatever. Yeah, the gold oh, just, edition. Just, just It'll be a gold edition. You know, just the convention on the oh, DLC or something. Sure. That'd be great. The way that, the way they always do those Neverwinter and stuff, it's it's the gold edition first, and then if they do another expansion, it'll be the platinum edition or the diamond edition, something like that. So, uh, this this particular thing is five bucks. So four hundred Microsoft points, four hundred Bioware points, or five dollars on the PSN. Comes out on May eighteenth. For all three platforms, look forward to that. It's called Darkspawn Chronicles. Oh, and what I heard is that uh, BioWare is finally going to fix the freezing issues on the PS3 version of uh, that game. Yeah, just go buy a PC and play it on PC, honestly. (laughs) It's just better. All right. More DLC from BioWare. Uh, For two bucks, you'll be able to get some armor for Mass Effect 2. These colors are just shiny. I don't know. Let's see. You know, it's not even that special. This is just basically the, what, the GameStop pre-order bonus? It's the Archon Visor, Capacitor Helmet, and the Inferno Armor. So the Inferno Armor was the GameStop pre-order bonus, I believe. So the Visor reduces the charge time for your powers. The Capacitor Helmet offers faster shield recharge, and the Inferno Armor increases tech and biotic damage. Uh, The Armor was previously available as a pre-order bonus, and it gives you a bonus to your negotiations somehow. Did I miss the part where this game was hard? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, you, you never tried a harder difficulty level. Yeah, I did. Really? Um, yeah, the one under, what is it? I, I did New Game Plus or whatever with the... And how, lo- how much did you play? 
About three hours. Oh, why'd you stop? Because it was the same story. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, yeah, it takes me longer to kill him. I'm still not dying. I just, it takes me longer now. Okay, you're supposed great. To have, I think it gets harder and you're supposed to use your powers more and stuff and more strategically, but... I just shoot them in the head with a pistol. Well, that'll work too. Yeah, (laughs) shooting in the head—that's usually a good sign. Um, I know. If you if you want, apparently using the right power to strip out their shield or armor beforehand is apparently the way to go. But bring the other people who do that. Yeah, bring. Well, then you're doing it right. All right. Damn. Speaking of doing it right, um, Level Five's upcoming DS game that, from all accounts, due to the preview build I build. played is doing everything right on the ds uh, nino kuni the another world will be coming out in fall of 2010 in japan we have no news on any sort of a u.s uh, release on this one but this thing is looking fantastic and it'd be a damn shame if this doesn't come out here uh, we got some story details game takes place in a town called hatroit or hatwa how do you say that the main character, Oliver, and his friend Mark build a car, and when they take the car out for a test drive, Oliver nearly drowns in a river, but is saved by his mother, who then dies of a heart attack following his rescue. Wow, <laughs> and with this the, just gets this better is, This is a Ghibli movie. <laughs> you can be sure of that. With the death of his mother, mm-hmm. Oliver dreams of a way to change his, the outcome, and when he meets Shizuku, a doll cum fairy, he Oliver offers Oliver a chance to change his situation by traveling to the world of Ninokuni. Shizuku tells Oliver that if he helps him defeat the Dark Mage, that he in turn would help find a way to rescue Oliver's mother, which I'm here to tell you right now probably means that Oliver will just use the entire experience as a way to overcome his grief and accept the fact that his mother's dead and nothing will change. But, you know. Spoilers! <laughs> that's just how Japanese movies work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, never watch a trailer for a Japanese movie. It's just depressing. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I don't actually know the end of the game. That's my prediction. Okay. But uh, that's spoiler. I don't expect things to go well. That's I can't spoil it if I don't know it. You, you know what I want? I, I wish we could default. do. I wish Shit. we could do a spin-off podcast called the Spoiler Cast, and we just spoil every RPG. We'll just pick one episode. <laughs> I don't even want to be on that, that one. That would be a boring cast. Oh, a game we should spoil for people and save them the trouble of playing it. Final Fantasy IX was confirmed for the U.S. PlayStation Network. So here's Woo-hoo. a question for you. And <laughs> nobody gave me it. Wait, wait. Up. Why did nobody argue with me with that statement? About spoiling it? Go ahead, man. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> to, to save people the trouble of playing it. It's not that bad it's a game. Not- somebody should have taken offense to that comment. <laughs> Which one? I love Final Fantasy IX. It's my favorite Final Fantasy. But at the same I was time, about, I was about people to say. trash IX all the time. Oh, you are I? just okay. You're just not hateful enough, Chris. Well, because yeah. I don't actually Nine. hate it. I just, I just, I'm just have some grief over the ending. And, Nine is and my. Cuna. I hate Kuna. I cried when that video came. No, on. I, uh, I have, I have, I have issues with what Kuja did in the ending, not, not the other part of the ending. I love that little man girl. <laughs> but Kuna, Nine. Kina, whatever, can just die. Kunta Kinte. Whatever. No, not Kunta Kinte. Oh, you mean Kina? Yeah, Kina. Tongue. Lick a tongue. I like her. Him. It. 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 I made sure that Baby and them got married. And the whole and the whole story with the Dragoon, just that ending was depressing too. I didn't like that. What? Hush. People need to hush. Yeah. Why? It's a 10-year-old game. All right, so go play it. Anyway, so here's my question. You've played it already. No, I haven't. I never got past the second disc. I gave up. It was stupid. Oh, Oh. okay. So what's your question, Anna? Um, If I don't have a PS3, am I able to get this onto my PSP? Yes, you can download it directly from the store on the PSP. Yes, you can. How handy. 
Well, I know, you. that's wrong. I'm not playing that on my big TV. It's going to look ugly. I'm playing it on my PSP. Just because I really like Final Fantasy IX. I might actually put the time into beating it again. There you go. Well, but I think just, I'm probably I'm... the only one that will be. Wow. I just said I was going to, so... Oh, well, fine. I've just seen one of fine. the more interesting ranking of Final Fantasy games I've ever seen in the chat room there. That does disturb me a bit. That That's weird. Three is way too high. One is better than ten? Well, ten Two is better than eight? <laughs> well, eight. Uh, well, yeah, I agree with that. Like but anything is better than eight. Oh, give me a break. I'd oh, rather play eight, eight again eight is, than like I'd two rather or play three. Eight than two. I'd rather well, stab actually, my eyes out with a spork than play eight again. All right. I would rather play eight again than the rebirth uh, parts of two. I would rather play every Dragon Quest game in order, nonstop, than play Final Fantasy VIII again. Wow. I would rather oh. eat a bug than play Final Fantasy VIII again. <laughs> <laughs> eat a bug. Wow. All right. There's some serious hate on eight there. It's too bad. Uh, Laguna's I music was pretty leave. good. And I think, I think like, we're having an RPG backtrack on that soon. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I have. Like the soundtrack. From Final Fantasy VIII, because the music's quite nice. Some of it. But yeah. the game is awful. Well, I, mean, I have to ask you all this. It does have one of the most stirring intros, but that's basically it. Oh, it comes down to this. Do you like Gact? Anyone here like Gact? <laughs> I like it. I like it when it's live and wriggling. Oh, wait. Are you talking that's about Gact? Okay, I, I didn't know what you were talking about. What's no, Gact? Gact. If, if you like Gact, then you'll love Final Fantasy VIII. What's Gact? You don't know who Gact is? No. Are you kidding me? Really? I'm not kidding you. I don't remember you, who Gact is. You, the pedophile, does not know who Gact is? Oh, that's the dude from the end of Final Fantasy VII, isn't it? Uh, Final Fantasy VII, um, uh, uh, Dirge of Cerberus. You oh, make a lot does of he do the Dirge of Cerberus soundtrack? Yeah, he was a... Uh, uh, yeah. Dirge of Cerberus. He, he appears at the... He is in the game. That's kind He's of literally in oh, the right. game at the he very is. end. God, I hate Gak. <laughs> <laughs> like he shows he up in the game. He's the biggest man whore in Japan. He is. He will shill for anything and anybody at any time. He will. Doesn't matter what the company is. He'll bend over for it. That guy is the biggest man whore. I don't know what. It, but what does he really do? He's just a music singer. He, right? he man whores and sings very badly. <laughs> what, what What did he do in eight? Man whore. I, I don't understand. Was he a character? Oh, eight? oh, oh, oh! Um, Squall is based off a of Gact. Oh, I didn't realize that. So, yeah, so he's, he's depressive, he's brooding, and non-talkative. And he thinks, yeah, and he thinks he's a vampire or something. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was based off Gact. Yeah, look at them; they're like exactly the same thing. Okay. I just remember that you know he did the 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 image song that ends uh, um, <clears throat> that ends. Dirge of Cerberus, and apparently if so there was ever hate. going to be a sequel, he would have been in the sequel, except um, not going to have a sequel, it looks like. <laughs> so, And apparently there's a music video by him. Oh, whatever. Oh, there's like a million music videos by him. I'm trying to... Related to see. eight, but uh, let's let's just move on instead. <laughs> we don't need more gacked. But send us your gacked links in the forum thread, please. That's where we can do it. <laughs> oh my god. Look what they just posted. <laughs> what? Uh, Master Chief just posted a great picture in the chat. That's Skull and Gat comparisons from GayGamer.net. How does he pull this out? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's pretty accurate, actually. 
<laughs> I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah, Whoa. Nomura added a few belts, but other than that, you know, that's what he always does. So. Belts or zippers? Belts and zippers. <laughs> oh, let's. <laughs> this conversation has fallen, much like Fallen Earth this. has. <laughs> Oh, what? what you're saying oh. is like every episode we have to talk about a popular artist. Yes. Last week is Gaga, this week is Gak. So, poor Icarus. It's too bad because I like, I don't mind his songs that I've heard. <laughs> so, I feel, so, has anybody I feel bad. heard of Icarus Studios? No, I have not heard of Icarus Studios. Um, okay. Other than they've been restructured, apparently. Yeah. Um, this is a, a, an MMO, apparently, that's already out called Fallen Earth. It's set in post apocalyptic uh, Grand Canyon. <laughs> nice location it's an fps rpg hybrid um it was released in september of 09 did any of us hear about this none of us have been really interested in it it's a free to play oh is it all right as far as i recall so apparently they've reduced staff i guess to i assume to reduce costs and keep the game running so they've got some core members of the staff and they're going to keep trying to push forward on their goals and milestones, which I assume right now consists mainly of keeping the game running. <laughs> but maybe I'm being a bit reductive about that. Uh, and that's all I know. So they, they canceled a bunch of people. They restructured game. That doesn't sound like a good sign if you're a player of that game. Are you a player of that game? Let us know. I'm curious to know how that's going, if you're liking it, if there's anything worthwhile there, or if you tried it and it sucked. Let us know, because we really don't. For Fallen Earth? Yeah. Yeah, this was my story you told me to hold on to. So I can't remember when I saw this. Um, It was a GDC, and they were like, we're a year from launch, and two and a half years later, they actually launched. So that tells me part of it. But it was, you saw it, it was this post-apocalyptic, and you're supposed to have these, you know, large factions fighting each other. And, you know, it had a good premise, but there was just something wrong, and I could never figure out what it was until I really saw how Fallout did it. And you, in, in Fallout, it's, you know, it's post-apocalyptic, it's it's ruined, it's sad, but yet there's funny bits. You get good interaction with NPCs, you know, you, you kind of have this reason to actually talk to someone. And in this one, it was just like, if gangs ran, you know, the end of the world, because it was like, just do your job, shut up, you know, dress like we tell you, do what we tell you. And it was, was kind of like unorganized military. And I was like, this isn't going to fly. So I'm not really shocked that they're finally giving up on this. Well, they're not giving up on it. They're restructuring and cutting staff to keep it going. And you're telling me that's not giving up on it? Well, uh, no, because giving up on it would be announcing an end date. <laughs> no, no, no. They're trying to milk it for whatever they can get out of it. They've stopped development, on obviously. obviously they've well, they stopped. say they're still a pro- going after their goals and milestones. What's your profit margin? Yeah, I, I imagine they are. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it's not, let's try to get this many players. It's, let's see if we don't lose this much money. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. Well, that's why I was wondering if any of our listeners were playing it. I, you know, they've offered me copies and everything. I'm, I refuse. It just does not look fun. Mm. So if you do like it, I would be interested to know why. All right, our last story is about a game that surely you will think looks fun. It's about Two Worlds 2, which is coming on September 14th. Who's excited? (laughs) Woo, baby, yeah. Yeah. Bring it on. Did any of us play um, Two Worlds 1, which, as I I recall, got reviewed terribly? But I'm sort of cautiously optimistic about Two Worlds 2. Yeah, the screenshots look pretty. Yeah, I mean, this is basically the thing is, it looks like they went, whoa, there's a lot of stuff that we completely censored up 
in the first one. So let's go back and think about what we can do to fix these things. Censored up, meaning they censored it, or you were censoring yourself right there? I'm censoring myself. Oh, okay. I'm like, what are you saying? All right. They were beeped up, yo. <laughs> they were beeped up, yo. Got it. <laughs> Word, homie. That stuff was f to the A. <laughs> Gosh. Stop. Sorry, you're scaring Chris. You can't handle that. Much. All right, that's going to be coming on PS3, 360, and PC. Are you excited about it? Let us know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm still not excited about it because I'm mostly deciding what system I want to play it on. I'll probably see what you're going to try and review it or what? Copy of. Yeah, because this is the this is the Jackbox show. True Worlds was one of the worst games I've ever played, and I've played Cross Edge. <laughs> <laughs> but was it worse than Cross Edge? Twitch, Twitch. Yes. Wait, you're saying it's worse than Cross Edge? Oh my gosh! I know. It's like, how can it be? But it is. Ah, makes me glad I never. That's not good. Oh, <laughs> uh, Michael, why don't you lead us off telling us about what you did play this week? What's your pick? Oh, or avoid? well, see, I was gonna. Talk about boring stuff, and then we play fun games. So we can yeah. do that instead. Yeah, let's talk about the fun <laughs> games this week. Unless there's something you really want to tell people not to buy. Um, did we already say not to buy Record of Agorist War? Yeah, last week. Okay. But the mouse pads. The booby mouse pads. I got pads. the mouse pad. I'm okay with that. And some guy in Virginia <laughs> has a copy of the game, and he can have it. <laughs> And that's the end of that. Okay. I, I'm so. expecting a civil lawsuit from him for harassment by sending him that game. <laughs> yeah. So, I how dare you do this to me? And I was just waiting for the Guzek's feedback. Yeah. Like, but it didn't happen yet. What anyway. Feedback? Oh, for not getting the mouse pad? I don't know for not knowing how to use Guzex, I think. Mm. But anyway. So the first thing I started playing that was a lot of fun is Cave Story. So, it's not oh, RPG. yeah, that is a that's a that's a game on the Wii and the yeah, PC, it's but it's a remake on the Wii. Right, it just came out last month. Yeah, was it a little longer? Anyway, so how much did that cost you, Michael? It cost me a beer. Yeah, maybe Michael may or may not know the producer of the project, so consider Never. that when you consider his praise of the game. What? <laughs> Whatever. I'm just saying you're a bit linked right. to the well, game. Full disclosure, but no, I actually <laughs> I played it and it is a lot of fun. Even though I did have a lot of trouble. Cave Story. Ca- Cave Story is a widely loved game, so I'm sure it's it's awesome. Yeah, I just it's like well, advance the story, and I'm like I don't know how, and I go talk to people, and they're like go find the key, and I'm like okay, where's the key? I don't know. This guy's like this girl has it. But she's behind the locked door. Is this like, like yeah. Resident Evil? What, what's going on here? Um, <laughs> it's hard to say because basically you start off and you don't really know what's going on. And you start meeting these people and like, yeah, these bad people come and they take us away. And you're like, okay, that does sound bad. So, but you can go talk to this girl because she's the last girl left in the village. Oh, but she locked herself behind the door. Or where's the key? Um, we don't know. Can't you talk to her through the door? No, she won't talk to you. Oh, she okay. says, go away. You can, you Is this take the one on the Wii? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so eventually you um, you find the key. It's not going to tell you where it is because that's part of the fun. And you talk to her. Oh, but she's not there now. She decided to go in some magical portal, and now you have no idea where you are. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is going crazy. But <clears throat> it's still a lot of fun. 
Um, I just I'm not gonna write home about the story, but the gameplay is uh, awesome. There's one thing that does bug me. You can only level up if you don't get hit. So I'm not very good at the game. <laughs> you, you you grab these little, I guess they're triangles, and you grab them and they start leveling up your level. But when you get hit, your level drops. So you have to be good at the game, and I'm not very good. So I'll probably have to actually grind in a platformer, and that kind of disturbs me. Hmm. But uh, it's almost like, you know. You have to grind camp- in a platformer, you said? Well, yeah, because I need to find something that's easy to kill Wait, so why, I can level why, why is Manny coughing? Oh, mute. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was trying to send a message there. <laughs> yeah. oh, this is stupid. <clears throat> anyway. So, yeah, and you level up, you get better weapons and stuff, but it's not like you have an equipment, so it's not really an RPG, but it's just fun. So, mm. if you don't have it, it's 1,200 weak points. Uh, go get Cave Story and... Uh, Tell me what you think of it. Okay. Am I mistaken in thinking that Cave Story is also a free browser-based game? I think you are, yeah. All right. No, I don't but think it is you... free on PC to download. Yeah, it's, ah. a, free, it's a free game on PC. But it looks but better it's and browsing. it's been updated on the Wii and stuff. So. Yep. Yeah, it's, okay. it's not just a straight port to the WiiWare. It's a, it's a remake. It's a Wii make. Oh. <sighs> Uh, All right, did you play anything else this week, Mike, that you want to plug? I did, but I'm waiting for you. Okay, so we'll do that later. How about Anna? Um, I've mostly been doing a lot of retreading this week. I've played more Sakura Wars. I'm pretty much ready to review it. I played more Puzzle Chronicles, and I'm still giving it, like, a thumbs down. Yay! <laughs> Just to <laughs> confirm. And, um, yeah. That was pretty much my week. Okay. Oh, I've been playing. Um, actually, I do have a recommend in a company. I have been playing a whole bunch of Alawar games. A L A W A R, and they put out casual and puzzle games. I've actually been downloading them off of Gamers Gate. Mm-hmm. So I had previously played Heroes of Hellas too, which is uh, like an organic match three game. So all of the tiles are uh, six sided. So you can match three in any direction. And then there's cool things you can do, like blow up the um, pieces of lava on the board. And there's coins you can collect to build your um, temple and stuff. So it's a neat little game. I'm, I played the second one first, and now I'm playing the first one, which is definitely a step back. But they're actually both really fun. So And uh, they actually have a – they have like a, a Telltale-style game coming out called Hamlet that looks really neat. It's got time traveling. What? It's Why well, you know how those they all of the Telltale games are like those point and click adventures? Yeah. Um Alaware is actually putting on a game like that called Hamlet. Alright. And the main character's a time traveler. Named Hamlet? Well, no, he's going back to the Hamlet era. Oh, of course. Yeah. So it looks really neat. I the the art style is really funky. All right. So yeah, check out LOR Games. They've put out like 50 titles. And they're all like really good price. I don't think any of them were over $10. Alawar. How do you spell that? A-L-A-W-A-R. Alawar. Yeah. And um, if you go to Gamersgate, you can actually just plug Alawar right into their search engine and you can get a page of all of their games. That's what I was wondering. All right, good. Yes. Let's go check them out. Uh, so that's my recommend. Manny, you got anything? My pick of the week is a book. 
What? It's a book. A book? It's a People book. Don't read. What is this? Yeah, nonsense? what is this? This is an uh, audio book? <laughs> yeah, I just finished reading uh, Mass Effect Ascension. Oh, so is it any the, good? Um, it was not as action-packed as the first one was, but I oh. think it, it did a really good job of setting up um, Omega, getting a good feel of Korean, for Korean culture, Cerberus, and the Elusive Man. Who are some of the... Is there any main characters we'd know from the game in there? Um, that wouldn't be I don't spoilers? know yet. Oh, okay. No, I don't know yet because I haven't played Mass Effect 2 yet. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, you read it too? Yeah, I read it before Mass Effect 2. Uh, I did like... Um, it was weird because the impression I got from the book... And when I actually got to Omega, they didn't match at all. The same thing uh, happened to me with the Citadel when I read the first book. Yeah. Um, the Citadel kind of blew me away after reading the book. And then it was like, it seemed like we got the dumbed-down version in the game. And they tried yeah, to fun. improve it in two, but, yeah. It's just, that's uh, what happens to your imagination, right? You always imagine something bigger and better than someone I can I know, ever. <laughs> I know, and then I get this very small path. Yeah, I seriously, guess. I mean, the Omega in my brain is insane. I can't even, but who knows? Well... The Omega Migrant was also a lot more dingy. I mean, they really were playing it safe when they made Omega in Mass Effect So don't, don't tell me it's all clean and, like, sanitary. No, no, no. It's not that bad. I mean, because you are running through, like, you know, a yeah. bad area. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was kind of thinking, like, there'd be graffiti on the walls. There'd oh, be yeah, totally. Blood smears. There'd be all that. You know, and it's kind of like, it's very clean compared to what I was expecting. It's still kind of a grungy area, but I was disappointed in that respect. So it sounds you know, like I it would, might even be better to play the game first and then read the book. Honestly, because that's what happened to me with the Citadel. I mean, it's the, the picture of like a gigantic floating space station with all these races living together, you build it up in your brain and then you go see it and it's like, oh, I can only go like four sections. I think the big <laughs> problem with reading it after is you do understand a lot more of what they're talking about right away mm-hmm. if you've read the book. So, I mean, there were some things like, you know... The how Cerberus worked, how the elusive man, you know, ran oh, yeah. thing, and and the interactions between him and the council, and you know, and the alliance, you understood a lot more without going, why is he doing this? You know. Oh, and I also really like that. Uh, what the one of the main characters from the first book, uh, Collie Sanders. Sanders, makes an appearance in this one. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of bizarre to find her in there, but it was like a nice little tie together. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and um, yeah, I mean, I I really enjoyed it mostly for like the depiction of Corians. Like so you, in the first game, you sort of get this idea of Corians being what uh, a bunch of roaming gypsies, sort of like gypsies. Like maybe my impression was yeah, like sort of like thieving people. But when you actually get an idea, not to say that gypsies are all thieving, but sort of like that negative connotation that people associate with it. Well, they go for a gypsy accent, don't they? Mm. Not that much. It's more of a synthesized accent than anything. I thought they were going for like a, Hungarian a Russian gypsy accent thing that they were going for. But but you get an idea of like what during the, the trial was... I didn't really pick up on like all the Koreans being this Russian gypsy. So no. Yeah. Well, the you know who isn't the the one that's a famous voice actor that they got. <laughs> it's like I, the, the yeah, commander might, guy. It's like he completely stands out from all the other Koreans. I can't remember. His this name. is why I am a commander. <laughs> it's like wait, wait, you're not a Korean, who are you? <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just saying, I mean, I got a great feel for, like, Korean card. Like, oh, these guys are pretty cool. And, then, you know, when you get attached to certain characters and they die off, you're like, oh, I can't believe it. Oh, I will say this. Mm-hmm. The aspects and the descriptions and how the flo- flotilla works, you you definitely get that same feel in Mass Effect 2. Great. Good. 
So that one I was really pleased about. I think they did much better on that than they did Omega. I mean, it's a quick read, so I definitely recommend Mass Effect Ascension. That's my pick of the week. Yeah, I think I burned through it in like three days. Oh, you know what I'm thinking is um, Mass Effect Redemption. That's what I like about reading books from video games. It's like sometimes you read a lot of other fantasy series. There's like 100 books in the series, and there's like every sub-series, and then there's a prequel spin-off series. With like with this kind of thing, it's like one book, one game. One book, one game. And now uh, Mass Effect Redemption is about to come out, and that's going to be the prequel to Mass Effect 3. Right. Well, that's how Drew's writing them, so. Yeah. It's so. planned that way. Now, whether or not they spin off afterwards into a book series, we have no idea. Yeah, I think the Redemption one comes out uh, the same day as uh, StarCraft Two, July 27th. So no one will read it. All right, good. <laughs> no one will know what the sun looks like. All right. Uh, Phil, you got any picks? My pick this week is a board game. Ooh, which and, one? And, and uh, Small World. And oh. I believe... I believe they have that on the iPad they as well. They do, and I own the board game and the iPad version. That is a great yes. game. It is absolutely wonderful. You know you're gonna you know you're gonna have fun when the little subtitle on it says it's a world of laughter, but then they stick an S in front of the word laughter, making it slaughter. The world of so, slaughter, after all. It's, yeah, it's awesome. Which is of so, course a play on the Disney Small Worlds song. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, basically, there's about you, you start off the game picking from a race, but not just any race. There's about twelve races or so, like elves and dwarves and humans and wizards. But what's really cool is there's a there's also about twenty or so uh, little descriptors such as flying, merchant, spirit, uh, tough, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And they mix these descriptions up and randomly place them in front of the in front of the races. So all of a sudden, you might have flying tritons or uh, tough zombies or or something like that, spirit yes. elves, and 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 the, the descriptions with the combination of the race gives you the powers uh, of that particular race that you'll be playing. There's a map. It's split up into little sections, kind of like Risk or something. Uh, you start off getting a number of race tokens corresponding to the numbers of your race and its description. So you might start off with nine little tokens, for example, of little elves on them. And then uh, you just go forth and conquer the map. Uh, combat's very simple. It takes usually takes at least two tokens to take over an area. If he's got a uh, one guy defending him, it'll take three tokens. Uh, if there's a mountain making it a little bit more uh, tough, it'll take three tokens. Uh, the math is very, very simple. You can teach it to a to a five-year-old when you get down to as you're putting your tokens out eventually you run out of tokens in your hand that last battle is kind of random to take over the last square but um that's pretty much the only element of randomness in it and and then the opponent gets his turn and eventually you start running out of space and you start uh you know basically taking over your opponent's lands uh some of your race members might die off in which case you can retire them and pick a whole nother cool little race and start and so when you think that you're down really you're just getting your second wind Mm -hmm. as you get a whole nother race with a whole nother army and yet you're still making income Uh, you're you're in points every turn based on how many territories you're holding and some other modifiers um so uh even when you retire that first race you're still going to earn points on them until somebody comes over and and conquers those lands and in the meantime you've got a fresh new army you can come through from behind and if one of your opponents has been giving you a hard time you can use that that fresh army to start wiping him out from behind so it's it's a really fun little tug of war game not a whole lot of randomness very simple the instruction book's like four pages long and yet the the strategy is deep enough to give uh you know veterans a little bit of a run for their money um, but now you, you, you probably had you said you had the iPad. Maybe you can talk a little about that because I don't have an iPad. It's the same. It, all it does is take care of all the management of the pieces for you, but it's only for two players. 
So it's the same game, exactly the same. It doesn't have online. It's meant to be played with people in real life, and it just takes care of... Small World has so many pieces. Um, that's the annoying part of the game, is dealing with all the pieces and organizing it and putting it away and all that stuff. But uh, other than that, great game, and uh, if you want to play it easily, play it on your iPad. And uh, I, I, The only thing I can add is that my gaming group thought this was pretty good, and then a couple weeks later we found Puerto Rico and found that was a lot better. So, <laughs> and it's a great vacation spot, Puerto Rico. No, no I meant the board game Puerto Rico, oh. which has like been ranked number one on Board Game Geek for like ever. So, you have a game group, a regular board game game group? Um, we do uh, role playing games or board games, depends on the week. Mm-hmm. Just based on whether or not anyone has an adventure prepared. So, that's what I do. And these are like real life people you meet up with? Yes, real life people, yeah. And how come you have a hard time like finding games for like White Knight Chronicles and uh, Monster Hunter Try? They don't play video games. Ah. Uh. Yeah, old school. The, most of these people, um, you know, they're old enough to old. be my dad. Well, not most of them. Ah, <laughs> you play with the old people. No, actually, that's that's not true. They're not. Um, they're not that old. But I mean, they they've been gaming since before be. I was born. So right. figure that out. Because <laughs> they were in I've high school when I was born. So. born. Uh, what? I've been gaming since before you were born. How old were you? Like six. Um. Six. <laughs> That's not really counting. These guys are in hey, like high I was school. Still playing. I was. They were old care. enough to be getting drunk illegally for whatever that works. Drunk illegally. Illegally. Yeah. How old hard. are you again, Chris? I'm 28. Okay. So, we'll talk about. Which now everybody knows how old I am. Yay! I'm old. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> that you're old. Um, I keep intending to buy you a cane for your birthday, Michael. That would be so awesome. <laughs> you don't need to feel bad about it. Mike still hasn't even bought me a Christmas present from last year. So I did. I don't know where it went. Leave me alone. You bought another one. That still hasn't showed up. Yeah, great. I'm going to stop buying from these people. <laughs> you should go follow up on that. Um, I want to plug that daysofwonder.com. Days of Wonder is the name of the publisher for Small World. And you should be able to go and, I believe, play their games online. So you can go and play... Uh, Ticket to Ride online, Gang of Four online, and I thought you could play Small World online, but I'm not seeing it here, so I, I apologize if that's wrong. And the giant gem they gave me. Oh, are you kidding me? They already have expansions to Small World? They do. Yeah, they have like these two mini expansions, but when I was clicking around on the website, it said that the English version was out of stock or something. It's just a couple of extra races, which would be pretty cool. If oh, they okay. had them available, I asked about it in the game store that I play in, and they said that you had a special ordered off the website. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Chris oh, ignores me because he's angry. What'd you ask? I didn't. Oh. I want to plug D three for my gem. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> You're gonna plug him for that. Go ahead. Do do your whoring. Uh yeah. So. I get an unexpected box, and I don't get a lot of things anymore, so I was rather surprised. And I open it up, and they've sent... Uh, there's some pictures on my Twitter, but it's literally about the size of my palm, and it's this big orange plastic gem that has Puzzle Quest, except it's heavy. I don't even know if it... Maybe it's not plastic. It's it's heavy. Um, trying to promote Puzzle Quest 2. They just kind of forgot to tell me when it was. In fact, to further promote Puzzle Quest 2, they actually put out a Puzzle Quest 2 Facebook app. 
So I was actually really pleased because I got to give it a try and the pieces actually don't look as similar as I thought they did. So I was really concerned about that. There's actually been a lot of um, push. Uh, I've seen more articles and more conscientious, um, you know, view about colorblindness and how to make sure that people can see that what they're doing. Well, particularly since at this point, there is all sorts of readily accessible applications that basically let you put your artwork, your screenshot, your insert, you know, media here into this. And it basically gives you different filters for how things look if you are red-green colorblind or blue-yellow colorblind or completely colorblind. There's an iPhone app even. Right. Um, well, iPhone There's app doesn't really work in, in really good development. But it just – like for one of our projects we were discussing because one of our markers were red and green and they were like, you know, this might be an issue and they linked us some, it might have been Joystick or Kotaku or something about, you know, some big thread about colorblindness and they're like, oh yeah, and here's the link and they all started messing with that. So yeah. I've just seen a lot in general people noticing more, especially red and green. Maybe not full colorblind because you're kind of stuck. Yeah. But at least red and green people are starting to notice that a lot more. Yay! Apparently it's up to like eight to ten percent of men now are reporting that they're red green colorblind. Oh wow, it's like crazy. That I was am, a lot I'm, higher. Than I'm not me. colorblind. Well, I also I'm, think it's the fact that there's less of a stigma against it. Yeah, you're not like, well, I just can't see. But also, maybe they had no idea. I don't know. <laughs> I, I did like it was like you know people were talking like, yeah, I'm red green colorblind. Oh yeah, I do. And the first question everyone asked, how do you drive? Yeah. I don't have any problems. I'm I was better like, at night than I am during the day, though. I, I did wonder one thing, though, because a lot of times when I'm driving, I can't actually see the light um, due to large trucks, and I have a low car and things like that. And so I deal more with what's reflected. Like, if there's a truck in front of me and there's a car, I can see the reflection in the car. But if I couldn't tell what color it was, I'd be pretty screwed. It was interesting, because the last time we picked up Tom from the airport... Um, I actually noticed that the light was changing and Ian didn't. So I was like, stop. And we almost ran the intersection like after the other side had turned green. Mm, that's bad. It was a little scary. Hmm. So yeah, I get that question all the time and it's like, I see it just fine. Cool. So Chris's turn. Yep, I've played uh, pretty much one game that's significant this week. <laughs> Monster Hunter! That's right. Um, I. Wow. Sorry, I Nay. just went to Facebook to try and make my uh, Days of Wonder Online account, and it's trying to link my profile to about 8,000 different pages that I don't know that I want it linked to. <laughs> it figured out that I'm a fan of Deep Space Nine. Whose line is it anyway? Babylon Five, Nobuo Uematsu, Yasunori Mitsuda. I don't well, even know. Well, that's the problem. Is is um, now that Facebook's made that stuff public, all the applications can pick up on that. Yeah, yeah it's a little irritating. I don't know. This is why. This do is I why I want to be linked glad... to the movie Clue or not. That's a good thing, right? <laughs> I don't know. This is why I'm so glad I've liked like maybe two things on Facebook ever. Hmm. Because now it's just now that's all public and everything, and everything can pull from it. It's like I'm kind of glad I ignored Facebook as much as I did. Well, you know, I'm wondering what what is what am I giving away here by saying I'm part of a school, part of my city. Well, that I don't care about. Maverick the movie. 
What's bad like here? Ender's game, no meh. All right, I'm going to uncheck meh. I don't even know what that is. But here's the problem. Yeah? Let's say you like something, but you actually don't, and you didn't mean to or something, mm. and you undo it. It remembers it anyway. Mm. Like lolcats. Wait, but I like lolcats. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you ever grow up, then, you know. You, have you to know, I don't up. have anything important on this page, so I guess I'm going to... If you're using Facebook for important stuff, you're kind of doing it wrong anyway. But I just don't like that all this stuff, stuff is like suddenly it. public to everyone. So, do I care anyway, that people know that I like Orbital? This isn't Facebook time. This I know. Is I'm just trying Monster to figure out. Time. We need to help people. How do you figure out what to put on these things? All right. I like the Lord of the Rings, and I'm not afraid to show it. All right. You better not. Right? Beat <laughs> butt. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're working on the Lord of the Rings project. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. All right. So, uh, you know what I played? Monster Hunter Try. And uh, you know who I played it with? Me! I was able to convince Michael to buy the game. Oh, my gosh. He goes on and on and on. And I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And finally, he's like, you just got to buy the bundle. And I'm looking around. I'm like, well, okay, the bundle is a good deal. And I do like the controller. It looks neat. But my chances of finding it are slim to none. And I called seven stores and finally found one that was only 15 miles out of my way. But, yes, now I have Monster Hunter Try as well. And the controller is freaking awesome. Even though, in retrospect, I only saved $5 by buying the bundle. <laughs> what? No, less than that. Why did you only save $5? Actually, no, it cost me more to buy the bundle than what? it did. Wait, 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 wait. What? Okay, because on GameStop, the game only yeah. is $45. Yes. And a $10 discount for something else later. Oh, I didn't know that. There. Um, I kind of read it. And I was like, oh, whatever. And I didn't How much calculate. did you pay for the bundle? $65? $60. Plus tax. But I pay tax on everything, so it doesn't matter. So you would have paid been 65 minus 10. You would have paid 55 So, yeah, you paid more. That sucks. Yeah, but I got it now instead of waiting for the Yes, you did. You got it now, and you got the black controller. And, well, you get the black controller online anyway. No. Yes. Oh, okay. And... And what did I find out when I put in Monster Hunter? I found out my Wii was still broken. Mm. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> it still was having problems. It still was annoying me. So I called up Nintendo. I finally given up. I said, all right, I'm going to give you my money, and you're going to fix my Wii. And they said, that's okay, sir. We don't need your money. So Yeah, why didn't, they, that, why didn't they want your money? Okay. The number one reason well, was the lady was... They know who you are. No, that's number one reason. Yeah, yeah. It was my um, my reputation precedes me. No, it was she. She was very nice, and she literally just looked through my history. And I have had calls to Nintendo since Wii Sports. Okay, I have had calls hey. from basically day one of my Wii is being weird. And she said, "You know what? This just sounds like it's always been a problem. And it's just getting worse. Let's just get it fixed." You so called them. Get Nintendo support because so you can get a repair ticket, so you can. Get your and thing that, sent in. But you were taking it in to get repaired. I have to know where to take it, and I have to get a repair number to oh, do this. Oh, all right. So I get my repair number, and they're like, yeah, so just drive up to Kirkland. I'm like, what happened to Redmond? They're like, we're in Kirkland. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that didn't really answer your question, but that works. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, how nice. You are exactly 90 seconds from my office. So nice. <laughs> I think I'll go there. And I go there and drop it off, and they're like, yeah, it says two to th- it says nine to eleven days online, but first of all, you brought it in, so you're um, 
your priority. Second of all, it's only two to three days in Washington. It's actually global. You know, nationally, it can be nine to eleven days. And he had it they done just, in what two hours? Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, and all, we'll be, all they did you know, was they they just took a new Wii and put your info on it, so it's not that hard. <laughs> no, 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 that's not what they said. What did they say, Michael? They say we replaced your motherboard, but then your hard drive was incompatible with the new motherboard, so we had to place your hard drive. And then you got what? a new serial number because of the new motherboard. There's no and hard I drive in there. There's no such him. thing as a 512 megabyte hard drive in these things. But whatever. first of all, I just stared at him. I was like, I got a new serial number because I got a new motherboard. The serial numbers are imprinted on the case. Mm-hmm. There's also no scuff marks on my case. And there's also the covers that I didn't bring in over the controller ports are now magically back on my case. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But the covers, okay, you took I'm the covers go... off? <laughs> yeah, awesome. because it's, I always plug in those game game controllers. Yeah. So I just take those covers off. They're nice. removable. And it was like, all right, I'm just going to accept what you said. And I'm going to take my Wii and I'm going to go home. <laughs> so I, I went back to work. I worked about three hours and now I'm going home. This is dumb. They want to make you think they work a lot harder than they actually do, don't they? I think they just don't want people to realize they're going to get a new Wii. And I'm like, it's not like you're making up. They do test what you tried to do. But he turned on my Wii before I left. And he's like, oh, yeah, I see all the image distortions right here. And I'm like, yeah, see, it sucks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have to change only, the. Go ahead. Hmm? And they, the only reason they were going to charge is because it, it is a launch system, and yeah. so it's well out of warranty. Yeah. Um, Jack Fox was saying, "Well, they shouldn't be charging," and I'm like, "Well, you know what? <laughs> if you've waited this long to find out your Wii is broken." Yeah. Uh, so the only reason they were going to charge, but they chose not to because why again? Because they had mercy on you. Because I had a history in the warranty period. A history in the warranty period. They went back through my call log. I've had calls through Nintendo through the warranty period where I was like, well, it's just being weird, but you're not calling it defective. What did you do when you called them? Do you remember when I used to, like I would play my Wii like every two weeks? Yeah. And it was like... I think we all remember that time. It was a fantasy time. I think it was the first two weeks it was out and then we stopped. No, no, no. I would turn it on, and I would put in the game, or I'd open up the vote channel or something. Yeah. And it would just sit there. Oh. And it would go black. And, I'm, and, and finally, ca- I got to the point where I called them. And did nothing about it. And as they answered the you know, because you have to go through the queue and everything. As they answered the phone, I'm like, oh, look, now my Wii's working. He's like, what are you talking about? So I gave him all the information. He's like, wow, that's kind of strange. Let me put some notes in here. But, you know, since it's working now, we'll just, you know, whatever. Got so it. I had notes of, like, it takes seven minutes to start my game. Yeah. <laughs> It's not but you didn't normal. do anything about it. You called them and then didn't do anything. They called them and they said, well, it's working now. And then I said, yeah, and if I turn it off and turn it back on, it's going to work again. I can no longer replicate the issue. Oh, okay. So it's in the call log that it's doing something weird. And she Got just it. went through the call thing. She says, wow, you've called us like nine times or something. So that's like, how yes. to do it. Have, have <laughs> constant contact with your support company, listen to them, and all that good stuff. Yeah. And plus, you know. It does help to get the right representative because I've had other people just like, no, whatever, 75 bucks or shut up. I'm like, okay. Or shut up. I like that. Or shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I literally got that impression from a couple people. I'm like, you're scary. So shall we talk about the game? What game? Monster Hunter (laughs) Shrine. Yes, of course. All right. Now that my Wii Saga is complete. So this is uh, this is the third in the series of Monster Hunter games. 
this was hotly anticipated by in Japan. It was highly, highly publicized by Capcom. They had those wonderful... Go search YouTube for the Monster Hunter channel, channel and watch the uh, fun videos with the guy showing off Monster Hunter pieces to various college campuses. <laughs> I love that. Like, yeah, I caught this this morning. You know, it's Hilarious. Like, what in the world? Hilarious. Um, heavily hyped but this is a game that has just not succeeded well in america in the past uh, except for a very small hardcore group of people um and i think i know why and yeah, i heard this I, I, I think i know why the demos are terrible yes the demos oh my god the, so these demos what they do is they throw you in a fight with a high level monster and some equipment but you don't know anything about how to play the game how to attack how to use your items or do anything and you just get your ass kicked and then time out after 50 minutes on the mission and you fail and you're like what the point was that i'm not playing this game and it's it, a stupid game oh uh, yeah this is a stupid game why would i want to do this this is a waste of my life so yeah um <laughs> we uh, first of all we, this knowing what i know what now do. I still don't think I can beat the demo monster in 50 minutes. You can. You can? Yeah. Do you know why? Well, then, no. The demo monster, the one, first one on the Wii demo is a great Yagi. Oh, not the not the Wii demo. I meant oh. the PSP demo. Okay. Yeah, maybe Those, That one was just brutal. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's 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 kind of what's going on here. So they, they've done a terrible go- job of getting people into the game um when you but now you've actually got the game what what can you do you can level up you can you can start you can improve your kickball not level up because you don't have experience (laughs) you level up your gear you level up your gear you learn how to play you get items that you can take with you into the battle to help you you can farm equipment talk to people in your town do small quests for them that are easy to improve your character with instead of just dying again and again on these big monsters that just try to eat you and the best thing of all you can go online and play with a friend so you could be sitting on your couch drinking something talking to someone about how that you're getting your ass kicked by this monster oh where'd it go Oh, it went down south. Oh, okay. And that that little bit of exchange right there saves you ten minutes of running around the map looking for the thing, and and you you have fun just playing the monster and beating it up with your friends online. It's it's the it's number a totally one different thing experience. I learned in the game is blocking. Yeah, blocking's important. <laughs> blocking was important. If you have a I weapon, don't... you can block with. Yeah. Unless you have a great sword, in which case I don't know what you do. So what else can you do in this game? You can also farm stuff. Uh, you, you literally have a farm where you can grow food and stuff that you find. Have you actually done anything? Yeah. Oh, I haven't yet. I kind of listened to Yoda, and he told me about the, the cat people. <laughs> the farmer guy looks like Yoda. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was really upset because I was apparently on a roll when I started playing this game, and Chris doesn't have any recorded. But no. I was like, wow, Yoda's talking to this, and then Chris was just dying. He thought it was hilarious. <laughs> pregnant lady like, no pregnant oh, yes, lady everyone in the game is pregnant I swear the 14 year old girl behind the counter yeah she's pregnant Sailor Moon well I don't know if she's pregnant or not Yoda Yoda's guy it's okay the cat people steal your herbs I don't know what the hell is up with that you know <laughs> there's a lot of things I don't understand but I still want to keep playing and uh, yeah that, that, that's a good part of the game so would you compare this to Fantasy Star Online you know I was trying to um, it's more complex than Fancy Star Online because literally Fancy Star Online was, well, you're one job. If you've chosen that race, you are that job. Deal with it. Um, the only real customization came from your weapon and your mag. Mm-hmm. And that was your little friend that followed you. And other than that, it was just kind of like beat crap up. You will get a th- friend, by the way, in the in the offline version if you keep playing. 
who follows you around. Um, in this one, you know, I have my gear sets, I have my items. I'm, I'm a little upset about my inventory, but we'll, you know, get through that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how many missions I leave with and go, oh yeah, I didn't empty my inventory. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is going to suck. <clears throat> and, um, what else? Just just the plethora of things you can do. I mean, like, in one mission, we didn't have to kill the monster. We had to catch it. We're like, how the heck do we do that? You're like, oh, there's a trap and a snooze bomb. And you're like, okay, this is going to be fun. Yeah, we, we just had to figure it out because it didn't tell us. I think it would have told us if we'd done that mission on the single player, but I think we're ahead of our single player campaigns now on our online. So. Oh, yeah, That's my cool. single player campaign still has me as being some noob. I'm just like, yeah. go find some mushrooms. I'm like, I'm killing great yogis, dude. And by the way, you, it, what it seems to turn into, in, to, to some degree, is you know picking on a monster and getting good at hunting that monster and getting enough pieces from that monster type to build a set of armor based off that monster, which kind of looks like that monster. Like I love how the armor looks like it came from that monster. And then, oh, yeah, uh, cool. and then, uh, then you can go and take on a bigger, badder monster and start learning and strategies for that one. Yeah, yeah. So um, I played a little bit after we stopped. Mm-hmm. So I'm also rank three. Excellent. I'm rank four now. Tom, Green something. New is rank four or five by now, and uh, I don't know who else is going to play with us. Um, trying to actually uh, play online in this game, though, is kind of weird. The best way to do it is simply to Skype your friend and and figure out where you're... You, you have to go to the same server, the same See, no, rooms on the that. server. What? See, once... what. You, I have a completely different experience finding my other friends than I did finding you. Oh. Because you, it was, find the server, find the city, go here, go there, do this, do that. And my friend's like, okay, here's my name, type it in. I'm like, type in name. Okay. And I open your friend roster, and I'm like, okay. And I said, I accepted it, and you accepted it, and I'm like, okay. It says, now press the warp button. I'm like, ooh. Oh, okay. Well, that'll work. So all you do is you find your friend's name, you type it in, and then you press warp. Which is a six-digit friend code. No, it's her name. Oh, you could use the name too? Okay. Because there is a Monster Hunter code. Have to both be online. Yeah. And no, I, I, I was looking up my friend's name. I typed in the name. Yeah, you can't add friends yeah. unless they're online. So figure that out. They can't even be like, you know, on the server. They have to be in the city. Because yeah. otherwise you have nowhere to warp to, I guess. I don't no, this know. has nothing to do with Nintendo, Jack. This is all Capcom because you can't actually yeah, really actually... do this locally in the same way. I'm actually impressed that Nintendo didn't muck this up somehow. Yeah. Because they actually, you know, there's no friend codes. There's, it's literally just there add your friend. friend codes. It's a six-digit friend code. Well, I don't have that, though. I was able to well, type in a name. All right. If, you, if two people have your name, then I don't know. Um, if they're online at the same time, I don't know what happens. Uh, yeah. Um, people are asking if we're going to play after the podcast. I think we'll have to. I think so, too. Oh, yeah. I think that'll work. Um, so is there anything else we should say about the game? you guys have any questions, other people on the panel? How much does it help cost? Us? Oh, the game is uh, 50 bucks normally, 45 right now at GameStop, right? Yep, and Amazon, I think. And then the bundle, if you can still find them, is, adds 10 bucks to that price for the c- controller, But it has too. the controller, right. Yeah. Okay. Regardless. Uh, that controller is really, really, really nice, by the way. It feels so good in your hands versus the old classic controller. I highly recommend it for playing this game. Just on my Twitter of the old classic versus the new classic. Yeah. And you want the you want the new one. I'm using the one I picked up in Japan for a lot more money. <laughs> it's, it's been <laughs> released in it? the US cheaper. It was like thirty dollars in Japan. 
Is it black? No, it's white. It was they only had white. Oh, that's sad. I know. <laughs> but you have a little Japanese. It'd be on the nice back if or... I had like a red one or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Great. I have Japanese on the back. Wonderful. <laughs> that makes you normal. I'll talk. You should be happy. I highly recommend this controller for this game. I, I hate to say it. If I was in Japan and I saw this controller, I would have bought it too. Because I'm like, dang, this is awesome. Why don't yeah, we get this cool? I know. Crap? And yeah. they're like, oh, we did. <laughs> now we finally got it. Yeah, that's the one that uh, I first played with the Tales game at TGS. So, yeah. The Tales game on Wii that's coming up over there. Whatever it's called. The one that people are bitter because they're not getting here or whatever, right? Who knows? We Who might knows? get we it. We can't keep track of it all. All right. Uh, I guess that's enough about Monster Hunter for now. Just uh, play it online. It's fun. Getting loot's great. Playing online with people is the key. It's totally yeah, important. I think I think this is why it never worked. More than the demo sucked, more than anything else, I think it never worked in the U.S. because you could not play with your friends on the PSP. Yeah. Without and using ad hoc party. <laughs> no, even that doesn't work. Oh, okay. Because the key is missing here is vocal input. Ah. Okay. And but yeah, you, we have you Skype. You could use Skype. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. I don't have Skype on the train. Okay. You know, I don't have... Well, you have... could play your PSP at home. I, 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 I'd play Japan. the Wii version. This is how it works The controls better. are easier in the Wii version anyway because you have a right analog stick to oh manage gosh, your you camera. control the camera. Yeah. You had to do that with the D-pad on the PSP and you'd have to develop this weird claw. <laughs> you have yeah. to have your index finger controlling the camera while you're moving around with the right index, left analog stick. Oh, ugh, ugh. Just painful. Yeah, that hurts my hand just to try. Yeah, just awful. So, uh, yeah, give it a shot. I highly recommend it. I think uh, this is the one that should start trying to penetrate more into the U.S. market. Um, Just have some faith, people. Get some friends, commit to it, and uh, give it a shot. I think you will enjoy it. I have more of my friends playing this game than than both of the other Monster Hunters combined. Mm -hmm. And we're having fun. We'll see how long it lasts. Um, With that, I think we're done, right? I think we are. We got some deals. Oh, of deals the of the week! Day. All right, take us out, Phil. With deals of the week, Each or week, day. month, year, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I tell you what. For as much as I try to keep an eye out for deals and stuff, um, I believe uh, Mr. Chris brought this to my attention. But holy cow, Kmart's just moving right to the front of the deals line. For thirty bucks now, you can score Final Fantasy Thirteen already down to half price. For a limited time at your local Kmart, they've also got uh, Darksiders for thirty bucks. So that's another RPG. We were just talking about that earlier. Um, and on the non-RPG front, they got some great games like Modern Warfare Two and Bayonetta, all for thirty bucks. So go and grab that while the the getting is good. <laughs> I typed Final Fantasy Thirteen on Kmart's website, and it brought me to that special edition three sixty. I didn't nice. know Kmart was still in business. Honestly, uh, yeah, they bought Sears, man. I, I thought Walmart put them out of business. All right, as far as I know. Yeah, are there any Kmart's near me? I have no idea. I Probably actually can't find the game by itself on Kmart.com anymore. Oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to stop by there today just to see if I can find some of those games that are there. Cause, uh, yeah, yeah that's that is not deal. online either. Maybe it's maybe it's over. I hope maybe it's, it's still on. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just weird to see Kmart and then Sears credit cards. I'm just like, what? Just, uh, or such a scary place. The Walmart juggernaut just takes yeah. them all down. Aurora. Yeah, I knew it would be Aurora. I'm not going to Seattle. Screw that noise. And even though it's not an RPG, I did just pre-purchase uh, pre- 
pre-bought uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2 uh, on Amazon, get you a $20 gift certificate. Plus, I, I, I didn't even see this anywhere on the site, but I just got an email from Amazon as another $5 uh, MP3 certificate. So I'm basically getting Super Mario Galaxy 2 for 25 bucks. Nice. I have to play the first one. <laughs> so go play Bayonetta's it. Bayonetta's 360, right? That's the one you you don't want to get on PS3. You want 360, right? Yeah, if what? you got them both, you definitely want to get 360 For which version. one? For which one? Bayonetta. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have a 360, but Are we, are really we playing play Bayonetta it. now? Where are we getting Bayonetta? It's on the Kmart sales site. I'm on Kmart.com. Okay, by the way, if you Google for Bayonetta, the first thing that comes up is a picture of her butt. Um, nice. Yeah, Instant that's classy. Um, so I'm, I go to Kmart.com. I type in Bayonetta. It doesn't come up. Where are you finding this? On the web. On the web. I, I, have, I have sources. <laughs> Actually, I just clicked on the link you gave me earlier and then clicked on a link that was linking to the link. So. Oh, so I need to do it through my own link. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's where I found out about the uh, – that's also where – here, I'll, I'll put a link in the little chat thingy. That's where I also found out about the Super Mario with the $20 gift certificate. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. So All right. everyone go buy your games and play them. I think we're going to wrap up. Thanks for joining us this week. A few things. First, how to leave us some feedback. you got a few options here. First thing you can do, you can email us at our, uh, podcast at rpgamer.com. Yeah, yeah. No? You don't want to do that? That's fine. I got another way. You can leave us a message on our message boards at board.rpgamer.com. Go to the latest update section of the forums and leave a, mo- a message board post there. Yeah. yeah. You don't like that? I'll make it really easy. You can just call and talk at us for a couple minutes. That's called 608-729-4098. That's our voicemail number. Leave it there and we'll play your call. Yeah. If you don't like any of those, you can tweet us at, rp- at twitter.com slash rpgamer. And if you don't like that, you really should probably listen to another show. I mean, come on. You don't want to leave us any feedback? Please? Call me. That's right. And if you have no problem with privacy, go to facebook.com. <laughs> That's right. Facebook.com slash rpgamer. Leave us a Facebook message. Which I haven't even thought to check those. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to figure that out. Hmm. All right. So hopefully with one of those, you can... Uh, you can leave us some feedback and we'll look for that next week until then everyone have fun playing your monster hunter and everything else and uh playing what 3d dot game heroes next week right yeah next week next week all right so look forward to that until then we'll see you next week bye everyone bye see you in the future the future the future is now Uh, everybody talk so I check the levels on the recording. La 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 la